0: It is BS dot show. It'd help if I turn my microphone on. I turn yours on, but not mine. BS dot show. It is six twenty nine. It's a Friday. Guess who just called me? Shelly's not there. Okay. Who
1: just called you?
0: The smartest woman in the world. What'd she say? She agreed with me. She went to the website for this. But that hurt. For the, yes, for her it did. For this guild, uh, this guild. Um, Hold on a minute. You have some people arguing with you about five 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 <laughs> hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on a minute. Uh, anyway, the the story is the story is about the company that owns um, what is it, Down in Branson. You know, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Uh-huh. Silver Dollar City. Silver
0: Dollar City, okay. Uh, it's a company that it's called Henshin or something like that. Um, And essentially, this is off of Channel 5 yesterday. Silver Dollar City offering to pay all 11,000 employees education expenses. It talks about... uh, uh, Silver Dollar City is offering 11,000 employees an uh, opportunity to pursue their education for free through their place of employment. And it's called Hershend Enterprises. H-E-R-S-C-H-E-N-D. Hershend Enterprises announced it would cover 100% of tuition fees and books for its employees who choose to pursue further education. Now, it talks about... The company is called Grow U, And it and says let me read you this. This is Grow U offers eleven thousand eligible employees and hosts more than one hundred fully funded fee, free diploma, degree, and certificate programs across thirty learning partners in Guild's Learning Marketplace. Additionally, the program will provide partial funding up to $5,200 per year for 150 additional programs in hospitality, engineering, human resources, and art design. Hospitality, engineering, human resources, and art design. Okay, if you click on Guild's Learning Marketplace, this is the website of Tucky. It's called guildeducation.com. I can't figure out what they do. Like, and for example, if, it's like bizarre. If you go to, if you go to, okay, I don't want, I'm okay with your cookies. Okay, if you go to here and you go to about us okay and it says who who we are okay it's funny because because this is something the smartest woman in the world says did you write this website because it's almost like to me it's like it's like a spoof it's like a, it's like <laughs> that a, was funny it's like a bs spoof website okay here's here's <laughs> what here's under here's under about us he said uh, it says, unlock opportunity for America's workforce through education upskilling with a double bottom line business model that does well by doing good. Now, think about that for a minute. What did that say? And here's, and here it says, we're proud to be certified as a B corporation, a verified recognition of, of Guild's commitment to meeting the highest standards of our floor, for our employees, our community, and our customers. Okay, first off, what is a B corporation? just the letter B, big capital like B. Do you know what a B corporation is? I do not. I've never heard of that either. So that's all it says. And it says, "Our values set us apart, define who we are and shape our future. We stand by a set of core values that guide and influence the work we do with our employer partners, our students and our learning providers." Scale for students, students for scale. Our number one investment is success of our students. When they succeed, so do we. Celebrate change in a world where the only constant is change. We thrive on remaining agile and delivering the right solutions in the moment. Have a learner's mindset. We strive to teach, to reach our, uh, uh, my eye's going bad. We strive to reach our full potential through feedback, reflection, and continued education. Be an owner. We balance autonomy with accountability and empower employees to deliver on our mission. Be teammates. We're all in this together. Does that sound like corporate BS stuff to you or what? It sounds like government BS. I know. It's like we balance autonomy with accountability and empower employees to deliver autonomy. Let's circle
1: back to that.
0: <laughs> yes, it's Jen Psaki. Oh, you know what? It says, yes, and the president of our company is Jen Psaki. Okay, no. <laughs> it's like, okay, but when you go in here, it's like, okay, I'm interested. What classes can I take? And you can't ever find that. For learning providers, learning marketplace. Here's learning. Let me go to learning learning marketplace. It talks about drive equitable access to education through guild's learning marketplace. The future of work is changing. Education opportunities should too. Guild provides universities, certificate programs, and other education and training partners the unique opportunity to serve employer-sponsored students and create more equitable access to ex- education. I don't. I don't get it. What do they do? I'm trying to find what they teach, and you know, like if you go to like siu edwardsville here i'm just gonna go just for grins okay my old alma mater edu. if you go there you pull it up and there's a website first thing on there is their athletic department their cougar basketball blah 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 once again i think they should change their name to the cougars because i think that offends women uh, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> right um uh, here we got if you go to here and it'll tell you like admissions academics okay it'll tell you all the different degrees they have degrees and programs undergraduate catalogs find program you can go in here you can go you can find all sorts of college schools and facilities courses here's a whole big list of courses you can find all sorts of things you can take this course that course blah 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 you know i mean that's what i'm looking for i mean if you're going to some place to learn aren't you going to look at their website to see what degrees they offer and things like that right for example they they actually use under academic development, on this one page on undergraduate catalog 2021 2022, they list the course numbers AD 070, that's beginning algebra, AD 080, that's college reading 2, AD 085, introduction to geometry, AD 090, basic writing 1. They list accounting, AC2, ACC 2200, fundamentals of financial accounting, AC 2210, manage, managerial accounting. So you can, and you can click on any of these, and I can go, okay, let me look at what managerial accounting is about. It, it tells you, and things, websites are slow. Either my phone's slow. I don't know. Get so what I'm saying? Is You go there, and you can. here it is. Information accumulation analysis and use in managerial decisions. Cost, volume, profit relationships. Short and long-term decisions. Standards and budget. Segment and managerial performance evaluation. Open only to non-accounting majors. Credit not acceptable in the Bachelor of Science in Accounting. I don't get what this thing is with the the and I think it, it might be the same thing that, that Dolly Parton's been in the news about this. That's who it was, right, Dolly Parton. Right, right. You know about hey, hey and and I know the smartest woman in the world said that her her son, one son worked at 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 uh, that terrible coffee place where you know now if you go in there, you know that what they do is do you know this about about that coffee place you know that the Buck Stars you know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. If you go in there now, they have you get a cup. And then they have an eyedropper of coffee, and you put your cup up, and the guy says, "Okay," and he push you know push a little eyedropper thing at the top. You get a little drop of coffee. That's a dollar. Another drop. That's two dollars.
1: Yeah.
0: Tell me when to that's stop. That's about right. Tell you. me when to stop. Drop. That's three dollars. Drop. That's four dollars. You want the whole cup filled? Well, we'll have to do a credit check on you because that'll be you... like seven dollars. <laughs> no, the whole cup's seven thousand dollars. <laughs> you know. So, oh God. God, unbelievable. So, uh, you
1: know, I have a Starbucks card, that gift card that somebody gave me, and I just found it. I don't even know how old it is. And I'm going to take it to Starbucks and see if they'll take
0: Okay, it. which leads me to talk. I mean, let's switch topics here for a minute. I'm, next okay. next hour, I'm going to talk about this unbelievable story that I that I found from a new news organization that's covering the state of Missouri. And it's interesting because this news 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 let me try that trend. New news organization is taking some heat because supposedly it's spun fund, it's funded by some political I don't know exactly what the deal is. But I've read their journalism so far I'm I'm impressed with. It. Okay? It's about the one of the things that drives me nuts, it's the criminalization of cash. And I know I talk about this from time to time. And it drives me crazy because of the fact that if you if somebody rolls up to your house and they're going to buy a car from you. Let's say they're going to buy your old car, you know, your car you traded in. And you said I right. want I want $3,000. What would you rather have? Would you rather have them write you a check? That's answer A. Give you a cashier's check? Answer B, or roll out $3,000 in cash? Which would you rather have? C- come on, this is uh, not a tough question. What was
1: the first one?
0: Oh, they're going to write you a personal check. Second uh, option is a cashier's check, and the third option is three three K in cash. They're just peel off the Benjamins. Hey, here's thirty one hundred dollar bills.
1: I'd I'd prefer that.
0: Well, I think most people would because first off, personal check you have no idea if the guy has money in the bank. Right. Second off, cashier's check they forge those all the time. You know what I mean? It's like to the yeah, point where yeah, that they you know they forge them all the time, and but once again, this whole thing with the criminalization of cash. Which brings me back to my point. What did you say again? Remind me what you said because I want to come back to this. 100, 100. You talked about gift cards, okay? Remember? Yes. I will never understand gift cards.
1: You know, and, and that's the thing is people pay, I don't know, there's like $25 on this gift card. Right. But some gift cards lose value over time.
0: Exactly. And some of them have an expiration date. They have a sunset date where after a certain date, they're worth zero. That's true. And I'm going like, okay, why would you go to the store and to the point where, but and so not only that, you lock them into that particular store. You can't go, if you get like a Starbucks gift card, you can't go to Caldi. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, I got this. Well, st- cause I, sorry, that's not us. That's the place across the street. You mean I can't get a coffee? Nope, that's... You know, but yet, if instead of giving them a gift card, instead of them a gift card, if you give them the ultimate, the universal, I call it, and I've given this way, remember at the Apollon Chamber of Commerce, they used to do this Ice to Gay giveaway, universal gift certificates. Remember what the universal gift certificate was?
1: money $50 bill
0: exactly I would give, because that was when Brian Richardson would hey I'm gonna get up on stage and I'm gonna give away you can go to this concert and you're gonna go to to so-and-so restaurant and you're gonna get there and it was all trade stuff they had you know people that didn't want to pay cash they traded stuff so anyway so I would get and I would come right behind him. remember he would tick him off and I would get oh, now I'm gonna give away a universal gift certificate and I'd hold up my $50 bill and what we'll pull somebody's business card because once again it's the true universal gift certificate. It works anywhere, right? <laughs> tell me a place that won't take that. Oh, although there are places now that don't take cash anymore, so I have to say that. But I don't. I don't get the gift card thing. I never, they don't,
1: the, our landlord almost didn't let us pay cash for the
0: I rent. Don't, I don't understand. And that. they're a bank. I don't. I want, but see, once again, okay. The story I'm going to tell you. We're going to do this in the top of the hour, seven o'clock. If I I read this story twice and I thought to myself, this can't be happening, and it involves the state of Missouri, and it's something that I don't think any other news organization has, has talked about. I don't think the Post Dispatch has talked about it. Or any of the local news TV stations, it talks about. So
1: we'll be on the forefront, well, no, no, cutting
0: edge. No, it's fascinating to me in that <laughs> what it talks about. It's, it talks about Missouri specifically because of the new marijuana places the new uh, medicinal marijuana They're places. everywhere the new med- everywhere and i have figured out this is interesting i have figured out what the cage at the at the uh the uh, medicinal uh, marijuana place dispensaries. In, in washmo is i told you on the side of the building if you go that's to the where water they
1: take the cash out
0: that's exa- and the
1: product in.
0: no 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 but no but that's you you're exactly right and this fits into the story and it's bizarre and it fits into the story about the fact that if you own a medicinal marijuana place here in missouri you can't put the money in the bank and what's interesting is all the transactions have to be cash you can't use a credit card you can't write a check if you go into places you got to have cash yep you do. and this is the tail end of that story and to me it's absolutely positively fascinating because when i tell you this you you're going to think that th- this is when I'm going to turn off the BS light. I mean, you know, most, most of the time the BS light is on, but this is a time when I'm going to turn. the. B- <laughs> We're
1: leaving the light on for you, Brad. Matter of
0: fact, we don't have this. If you're listening on AM and AM 1350, crap, we don't have that available. But if you listen on Westplex 1071 and if you're listening on 104.5 KSOQ and if you have a car that's newer than 2020, there's a little light on your dashboard that'll come on and off when I say things that are true. Matter of fact, this is the new, th- the new thing. This is the Fauci Truth Detector. Oh boy, the way. You and, know that there and, are
1: people that are he is beloved in their eyes.
0: <laughs> oh, that that's the Fauci, Fauci Truth Detector, and that's that's what see that. And what happens is is Mark Zuckerberg got this into the broadcasting thing, so that what happens is he's got his people listening to the radio stations all over the country, and they've got access to the BS light in your car. And if they hear something oh. on the radio that they think is BS, they turn the BS light on. But it's only on cars 2020 and newer. So if you're driving an older car, you won't have the BS light in your dashboard. You think? I'm yeah, kidding?
1: I don't have a BS light in my dashboard because <laughs> mine's a 2018.
0: Oh, you won't have a BS. My, you know, <laughs> mine's not even from this century yet. But <laughs> 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 anyway, that's funny. Anyway, oh, God, stuff like that. Okay, um, one other thing. Have you heard what? about this this thing which has gotten national attention? You know the bizarre story, the terrible story of this woman who got beat up? I don't know if it was her husband or boyfriend. She got beat up by her boyfriend in the city, got beat up by her boyfriend, and then he threw either hot coffee or something off the stove at her and burnt her all over her face and her body and the whole bit. So she calls the police. The police come to arrest him. They go to throw him in the jail. They give him a COVID-19 test. He tests positive, and they said, hey, we're not putting you in jail. We're letting you out because we don't let people in jail with COVID-19. So he goes back home. So here he just beat the daylights out of his wife, girlfriend. I don't remember which one it is. He goes to jail. He's charged with I don't know how many different felonies and things like that. He tests positive for COVID. They won't let him in the jail because they don't let COVID people into the jail. And they release him. So 12 hours after he you know, horrifically beats up his wife's last girlfriend, I don't know which one it is, He's back out on the streets, and he's back home, okay? It got a lot of national news attention, got local news attention quite a bit. The lady who was on, who was the victim was on Twitter, and Tashara Jones went after her on Twitter. Okay. The mayor of St. Louis was calling her out that she didn't know what she was talking about, and she was wrong about the fact that her husband-slash-boyfriend, I can't remember which one it was, really got let out in the streets. And everybody knows it happened. And Tashara Jones is saying, that's BS, that didn't happen. And she she hashtags her with some stupid hashtag, like, you know, stupid girl or something like that. This is the mayor of the city of St. Louis.
1: Well, you know, they haven't been right since they started Different people were taking office. Well, from the prosecuting the at- previous mayor, the
0: prosecuting attorney in New York City, is who just took office at the beginning of the year, is already got in grief, you know, and all sorts of problems because of the fact he's the one that's saying, that's saying, okay, you know, if you, armed robbery, uh, uh that's that's just that's just a misdemeanor. We're going to write a ticket for that one, and to the point where one of the police officers, I think I told you this story from me on my police police dispatching days. Uh, one of the police officers refused to sign the report because some guy this guy who's got like i mean they list him he's got like 18 felony warrants out for him and stuff like that and he's back on the street and he broken he's his, his thing is he's a shoplifter but he goes in there with weapons but not your usual weapons and the one shop he went in and stole all the stuff one of the clerks stopped him and he pulls out a pair of hedge cutters and he's going to snip the guy's head off with a hedge cutter, okay? You know, those big old hedge cutters, you know, like that. Okay, so the police officer, they catch the guy, they arrest him, they write up the report, and when the prosecuting attorney's office gets the charges, they don't charge him with a weapon. They just charge him with shoplifting. And the police officer's going like, hold on a minute. This guy was going after the clerk with a pair of hedge cutters. Well, the prosecuting attorney's office that they deemed that Hedge cutters were not a dangerous weapon. Think about that for okay. a minute. They got two blades on them. They're like, what, a foot long? Aren't most hedge cutters like a foot, foot and a half? Those big old long blades you, you cut your hedge with, right? And that's not a dangerous weapon. If you had a guy coming at you with a hedge cutter, with, you know, a hedge clipper, would you go, hey, man, I'm not worried. That's not a dangerous weapon. Or would you go, oh, my God, that guy's no, going to chop I me up? No, I think
1: I would be <laughs> out of my mind, Right, actually. right. I mean, it's a hedge cutter. You know, oh
0: man, we got to take a break at 646.
1: 646.